This I Work For Him podcast is brought to you by the Pocket Testament League. Visit ptl.org for practical resources and encouragement to help you share your faith. ptl.org. Welcome to the sixth anniversary I Work For Him show. Wait a second. I thought it was tax day. Oh, it is tax day. Did you forget I to thought file that was the celebration. No. no, we're celebrating six years on the road. On the road. And on the air. On the air. We have been all on over the in the last the six air. years. <laughs> I Work For Him is here to just, you know, we want to say shout out to all of our listeners and a thank you to Michael Miracle, who's with us today. Michael, say hello to the audience today. Hello, audience. Michael Miracle's been by our side since day one, and we're going to talk about that in a little bit, but we want to thank you for listening all over Tampa Bay on AM 57910 and FM 102.1. We thank you for listening in Jacksonville on The Truth, 917919 91, and 91.3, and of course, on Talk 100.3 AM 1600 in Jacksonville and in Hampton Roads, Virginia on The Lighthouse Network, AM 1010 and FM 100.1, and of course, to all of you listening around the world via our podcast and internet streaming. If you're listening to us somewhere not, well, if you're listening to us, period, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear your workplace story. We'd love to hear from your heart. You know, I'm always curious to know where our listeners' workplaces are. We often highlight what we consider businesses, mostly, I think, Jim, because Business people tend to be salespeople, tend to be communicators. They tend to want to get their story out there. But I believe there are a lot of people in very unique workplaces that we want to hear from. Kind of like dirty jobs for I work for him. Oh, my word. That's a great idea. We could get Mike Rowe on. Maybe that's what we need to do. He could introduce us to some people. Hey, you know, six years ago today, we launched the inaugural broadcast of I work for him. It wasn't really very good. But why did we do it? Because after 27 years in business as a quote-unquote Christian, I knew we needed a voice out here in the wilderness talking about the intersection of faith and work. Now, when I say intersection, please don't confuse the analogy with a car intersection. I'm talking about the intersection of two nuclei that when brought together, there's a nuclear explosion. (laughs) That's what's needed in the world today. Jesus followers who are radically transformed by the power of God flowing out and through them and impacting all those around them. On that show six years ago, I opened up with this line from Brennan Manning. The greatest single cause of atheism in the world today is Christians who acknowledge Jesus with their lips, walk out the door, and deny him with by their lifestyle. That is what an unbelieving world simply finds unbelievable. So why are we still on the air today? There are still millions of Christians, quote-unquote Christians, that are living just like Manning describes. We need Jesus followers that understand that our workplace, it's our mission field. And in that mission field, you and me, we may be the only Jesus our coworkers and employees may ever meet. The job that you hold, the work that you do, the people that you work with, None of that is by chance. The people that you work with, they need to be they need to meet Jesus and you may be their only chance. You know on that first show Martha wasn't on the show with me. She joined me in year 2. But Michael Miracle was there and has been through most of the shows since then. Michael joins us today as Martha and I really, we just kind of reminisce on some fond memories and maybe some nightmares that Michael's had <laughs> ever since that show on April the 15th, 2013. Welcome all of you. To I work for him. Mm. It's good to be here. I'm glad Michael gets to be behind a microphone today. It's fantastic. <laughs> I, guess, I guess he's technically behind it all the time. We just don't. He doesn't turn it on very often. That's true. Yeah, it's always in the off position more often than not. 
But it is nice to be able to, uh, you know, turn that thing on and, and chat with you guys a little bit. So let's talk about the impact on you, Michael. You've been behind the microphone when I met you six years ago. I mean, I, I, mean, I met you in March of 13 as we started learning what the heck is radio all about. But when we went on the air on April 15th of 2013, we had lots of conversations after the show. How has being uh, working alongside I work for him, how has that impacted you personally and you spiritually? That's a great question, and it's been fun to be a part of it since day one, um, more or less throughout its entire tenure here. And um, I remember when um, you know you first came to the radio station that that, that first day to broadcast uh, that very first program, and you were talking a little bit about uh, what the show was all about, and it was really a thing that I that I'd never that I was unfamiliar with for sure. I'd never really heard about workplace ministry, and and uh, um, you know it was an it was an eye opener those those first few shows. And then as uh, as the show progressed, and I continued to work alongside you guys, um, I came to realize that this wasn't really just a small niche thing, but that uh, that this workplace movement. Is is a, is a is a really big old nationwide movement, and uh, and that was that was one of the the more eye opening parts of uh, the program for me. <laughs> it's very cool, Martha. When we went on the air six years ago, we did it out of obedience. I mean, for those of you that have never heard this part of the story, it, this didn't start because Martha and I said we want to be radio personalities. No, that you know you have written a bucket list in your life of things that you wanted to do, and I can attest. To everyone listening and everyone that knows you, that being a radio show host was not on that bucket list. No, it was not. Although, teaching, um, your passion for the Lord, speaking, sharing truths that you've learned to help other people um, not have to learn them as hard as you've had to learn them, that has always been a passion of yours. And when we started to realize that that's what this really was, it made sense. Although we didn't have a name for it, we didn't know what it was. We knew that um, God was percolating this idea, and it just happened to be that the platform, we didn't know what it was going to be, ended up being radio. But what drove me, what drove us to this was a, a frustration with people who called themselves Christians, yet when I did business with them, Nothing about how they did business looked like Jesus. And I just kept thinking of a way that I could mentor and disciple Christian people in their workplace, in their businesses, to understand that connection because it was just downright embarrassing. People would tell me they're Jesus follower. Then I'd see how they work and they'd operate in their workplace. And I'd say, please don't tell people you know Jesus if you're going to act like that. And it just, it, so God started working on this in my heart in 06 as he introduced me to the idea that I could be just as significant in the kingdom as a manager of 25 people managing insurance and IT and administrative stuff, then I could, I could be just as significant as a pastor or a missionary. I mean, this was a whole new thing. And when we prayed on uh, November 20th, 2012, Martha, the night that God gave me the name, I work for him. Because I said, God, I'll know you want us to move forward when you give us the name. I said, Lord, how do I can see how I can help and impact four or five Christian business people at a time. I can mentor them and disciple them. But how do you challenge thousands of people? Do you remember that night when you came home from work? I sure do. You're like, I've bought a whole bunch of new website domains, Martha. I've got the name. We're good to go. And uh, and it just resonated. It's, it, I think everyone who has heard I work for him 
ever since then um, just gets it. It makes sense. And, um, you know, God just opened that next door so that we could walk through it. You know, Jim, I just want to point out to people, of, because there's no way we're going to be able to tell our whole story. No. And that's really not just the focus of the show. We have a lot of things we want to talk about today. So you're saying we, it's time for me to be done? No, I want to... I think that's what she's saying, Michael, that I she's tired tell, of me talking. I want to tell our listeners that if they go to our website, iworkforhim.com, and they go to our, our page that talks about our staff, underneath our pictures, we have a link to a brand new article that's in Charisma Leader magazine. And we just highlighted that on Friday. And um, that link is there if people want to read the article in its entirety. They did a great job of capturing our whole story. So I just want to encourage our listeners to go to iworkforhim.com, go to our um, About Us page, and they can read that article. So our mission as a radio show is way more than a radio show, because this is something we've been talking about across the country, Mm -hmm. is to make sure that all of us in our workplaces are purposefully equipped to be vibrantly effective in living out our faith and our work. That is the words I got from God at three o'clock in the morning on September 5th, 2013. Like, what's our mission? That's our mission. Because we all need to be intentional about living out our faith and our work. Michael, you have heard, you've heard, oh my goodness, I can't even believe the number. It's like we've done 1,300 shows in six years. You've heard some incredible stories of people living their faith out vibrantly. You got any any ones that just stick out in your mind really quick in these last 30 seconds? Um, I'd say, you know, right off the top of my head, it's, you know, I will I will say this. It is it is amazing to hear the uh, uh, the stories of folks who um, talk about how the light bulb popped off in their head as far as uh, working for him in the workplace, you know. Uh, those sorts of stories are the ones that really resonate with me the most because I can definitely relate to them. And uh, hearing folks time and time again tell how they you know, came to be Jesus in their workplace are the ones that I really do enjoy. We're going to highlight a whole bunch of stuff. It's Martha and Michael Miracle and I as we just kind of how reflect on how good God has been. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to know the difference between, let's say, the show we did on April the 15th, 2013, versus the show today, I think you'd notice a little bit of difference. Here's the first difference. On that first show, April 15th, 2013, why is that a mouthful? Um, I was alone, and I thought that God had called me to being the greatest Christian monologuer ever to live on radio. But that was not to be, was it, Michael Miracle? <laughs> well, you're here now, so there's something to be said for that, that's for sure. <laughs> you know, he is the eternal encourager. I tell you, he's, you do but such a good monologue. job. <laughs> no, but Michael does such a good job of turning it into a positive comment, <laughs> but you're right. still here, Jim. That, that's right. So, but what God did is in 2014, the second year of broadcasting, people said, Hey, Jim, you ought to bring Martha on the show. And so then she started on one day a week and then she started on two days a week and now she's on five days a week. And that's been that way for almost three years. And everybody said, Jim, when you're on the radio, it's good. When Martha's on the radio, it's great. Thank you very much, honey, for joining me. Oh, it's, it's been my pleasure. It really has. I mean, it's, um, it's kind of funny because all of our lives, I feel like we have really lived with, um, as an open book. And so really this conversation is just in a lot of ways an extension of what we already do in our home. And people 
just get to it's like they're living in our in. living room you know it's like i was just thinking that it's like it's like our it, our life is bugged you know in the sense that you know people are just um tapping into what we are having a conversation about with our friends and that's what we tell people when we bring them on the air for an interview is listen we're just having a conversation it just happens so that a few people might be listening in that you don't know well and let's let's talk all, all three of us about Maybe a ministry that you've learned about that has really made, I mean, you, it really touched you. Uh, Martha, why don't you start first? A, a ministry that we've highlighted that you're like, that ministry resonated with my heart. Okay. So first, I want to, of course, preface that with, we can't possibly talk about every ministry that has touched our heart. Because one of the things that I know that I know that I know is that every single person that we've brought on this show has a story to tell that God's been writing and it has made an impression on us. And um, we love that we get to be that platform to help people hear the story. Um, so you know me, I just have to put that out there that if I don't mention you, it's not because I don't love you, whoever you might be. <laughs> but um, my goodness, we just can't talk about them all. Um, but I would say that one of the one of the ministries that has touched my heart personally is, um, oh, you know, forward women. I mean, I just... I would say just the fact that there is an organization that is being run by women for women in in an environment where women are not getting the um uh, the 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 support that they need that looks different than what men need and now, what are you saying? I will, I'm the Men f- are different than women? Oh, I know. Newsflash. Um, I will be the first to say I love being in a room with a bunch of men and women because I, I love the energy and the different perspectives and, and kicking things off of each other and things like that. But there is something when you're really dealing with issues and trying to figure out how to deal with them in a way that is honoring um, with the role that you're in. There is something about being with a bunch of women that understand how we interconnect differently and um, are just the way God wired us. So Forward Women is doing that really well. And they're doing it on many platforms in person with events, devotionals, online, mentoring, um, just women meeting the needs of other women. And so there you go. That's just one of the amazing ministries that's out there. And they need to be in all the cities across the world or the country. And so we just really um, love telling other people about it. Right. And, and there's, there's a tremendous, there's a, a number of women focused workplace ministry, workplace focused yeah. faith and work ministries out there. TJ Tyson with working women of faith, uh, Christian working women out of Chicago. Uh, TJ's is out of Minneapolis. So, so many great ones. Love that. All right, Michael, what about you? You get to sit and listen. You don't often get to talk on the air. You get to talk in my ear, but people don't get to hear that. <laughs> what, what, you know, you got one that sticks out in your head? There are so many, just as uh, Martha was saying there. And we're, we're not picking favorites here, obviously, even though we're, uh, you know, you know, picking, picking a few that we want to talk about. But uh, I think it is, it's, it's really great to see a bunch of, you know, you know, awesome companies leading with hearts for him. But one, one that, uh, one ministry that, uh, I've always, that I, I've been impressed with since day one and, and continue to be every time they come on the show is uh, our great friend Kathy Branzell and the folks over there at Love 2020. Uh, I think their mission is one that that is easy to get on board with and one that truly shows like immediate results once uh, once you 
take in that uh, prayer, care, share lifestyle. And uh, Kathy is such a great person as well. I love when they when she comes on and brings a bunch of uh, different great guests to mm-hmm. talk about what they're doing across the nation. But uh, love twenty twenty is are some folks that I really do uh, appreciate the fact that they're that they're aligning uh, with with us. I, I couldn't be happier about that. And what's so fun about the love twenty twenty thing is that how we got connected to them was so random. But really, when we look at all the connections, I love to tell people, well, I just met somebody in. California, and that's because of somebody in Texas who introduced me to somebody in Atlanta, who introduced me to somebody in Cincinnati, who introduced me to somebody. I mean, I, I love those connections. You know, one of those, one of those ones, one of those connections. Way back when, Michael, you remember this. Way back when, almost I think it's the first year we were on the air. One of the people in our small group that Martha and I led introduced us to Dr. Jim Harris, mm-hmm. and and he's written a lot of great books. We've we've covered a lot of them, but he wrote this one book. That, you know, his ministry it, it, to a higher level, drjimharris.com, it, it's been phenomenal. But what is amazing, he wrote this book called Our Unfair Advantage. And we have talked about that a lot because as Christ followers, with the Holy Spirit living in us, we have an unfair advantage. And it's been so fun. We've talked to him about that many times, but it comes up in conversations all the time, doesn't it, Martha? It does. And, it, you know, I was just thinking about... Not the, necessarily the book, but the topic. The topic does, which le- lends itself to telling people about the book and telling them about the ministry. And that's really what this show does over and over again. Um, we have conversations with people. God is stirring in people's heart. Um, I was just thinking about the title of that book, though, The Our Unfair, Unfair Advantage. And that's what, it just resonates with you because it's like, yeah, it's unfair. This is a, you know, we've got God on our side and we don't even take advantage of it. Yeah. I mean, it's incredible. Now we, you know, we talk about organizations that have made a big impact on I work for him. You, you couldn't, uh, you have to make sure you mention identity and destiny. We've done 25 or 30 shows talking about that ministry, that workbook, the most powerful workbook that every Jesus follower in the country should go through, Identity and Destiny. But I think hats off to Luke Andrews and Dave Cruz, who have been supporters, sponsors, and guests on shows monthly since we went on the air six years ago. These guys have walked behind us, Martha, and I just want to make sure we give a shout out to them. You can find them online at Bel Air Wealth Management. Dot com. That's right. You don't do as good as Dave Cruz. I'm not. Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. Which Andrea Columber, I love it. She was the one that captured the whole dot com thing and kept playing that one. Yes. But but Luke and Dave have been a lot of great fun, and they talk about practical money things every month. We love that. Really, uh, uh, what uh, we've got some great sponsors. But, Michael, how about, and this is something between you and Ace Andrews, who also is an engineer on the show, kept saying, how many people have read that book halftime? Mm. <laughs> well, I do yeah. know this uh, that uh, a host of a certain radio show has been uh, has been wanting me to read that one for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're about there to that halftime now, aren't you? That's true. Yeah, getting close. <laughs> I read that at 37. I think you're probably mm, just slightly beyond that now. <laughs> I, I think it's safe to call my age bracket in the mid to upper 30s. There you go. There you go. 30-ish something. So, and yes, halftime, we have mentioned that so many times because it was pivotal in your own testimony, Jim. And I think for a lot of people, especially in our peer group, um, it resonates because we are having to learn a new way of thinking and halftime really helps with that process. So um, that has been... Um, and they're great people. We've, huge. we've got, and we've uh, given a ton of the book out. Uh, we've given, I bet, h- hundreds. We've given hundreds and hundreds of the book. Thank you, halftime. That's right. You know, I think another way we couldn't, we can't go without saying C12 Group. 
you know, they have worked with us across the country. We've probably done 50 or 60 shows highlighting members of theirs. Michael, there's been some great C12 shows uh, across the country. Any of them stick out in your mind? Any I'm glad, C12s? Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. I want to give a shout out to Ross Harrop, who I am a huge fan of. I'm I'm uh, the president of the Ross Harris fan club. I love that guy so much. <laughs> Ross Harris fan club. Yeah. That's great. And so I remember when you guys first brought him on and we, uh, over at uh, uh, when, when the show first started. And we had a couple of conversations. And uh, he is a super genuine guy with a huge heart for him. And, uh, and whenever he was on, um, uh, both in the early stages of the program and then later on when he was actually hosting like a Friday a month, I think, it was always yeah. a great time. Yeah, and Ross Harrop with C12, I mean, just a great guy, and he heard about C12 because of our ministry, and and Ross has been a great supporter, a great fan, and really does a great job, and we miss having him guest host on a Friday a month, because we like that day off. The birthday show, I work for him, his birthday is six years today, unbelievable, six years, 1,300 shows, it's amazing. Do six-year-olds start to lose their teeth? <laughs> like, is that when you lose your baby teeth? I've just tried to think of what, like, a six-year-old, they learn how to write and read. They talk, and... They talk funny because they lose their front teeth. Yeah. Looks like okay. they're in a fist fight. Yeah. <laughs> Does it feel like six years, though? That's my question. You know, it feels like five decades, and it feels like yesterday. <laughs> and everywhere in between. I mean, that. No, I remember as we were heading towards a 1,000 shows back in 2017, and I'm thinking... Wow, will we ever really get there? Actually, it might have been, actually, it was March of last year, excuse me, March of last year, of 2018. And I'm thinking, how, a thousand shows, but now we're 1,300 shows and we're on our way. I mean, it's, it's been amazing. Uh, I just, I'm amazed at what God has done and what was fantastic. Every once in a while, like a few weeks ago, we were in DC and we got to meet people that we've interviewed and meet people, people that are listening. We had no idea that they were listening around the country. Hmm. And, we just want to be there to be encouraged. You know, Martha, one of the fun, one of the, I think one of the most fun things we've done, and we've got to get back doing this again, is, I don't know, back in 14 or 15, 2014 or 15, we started doing Together on Tuesdays with Jim and Martha Brangenberg, talking about the intersection of our marriage and our work and, and how if stuff is a mess at home, it impacts everything we do during the day. Mm-hmm. And we started just doing shows focused on marriage. And we did several years like that on Tuesdays, Together on Tuesdays with Jim and Martha. And we had people tell us, those were their favorite shows. Well, I think that a lot of people are looking for, we don't necessarily know that we're looking for it, but we're looking for just simple, great advice on how to keep our marriages um, not just surviving, but thriving. And Ooh, good so good that is, too. thanks. I, I'm pretty sure I didn't invent that. But, <laughs> you know, I just, and so I think that's the the beauty of that whole concept was just getting, taking a moment because we know that what we do affects our relationships and our relationships affect our work. And um, that we realize that, so we figure other people must realize it too. And we've done some marriage shows, um, even in this year, Jim, I would have to say that probably the most out of control one this year about marriage was Steve and Rhonda Stoppy. <laughs> oh, yes. As we highlighted the their book, The Marriage Mentor. Yes. <clears throat> we had a lot of fun that day. We well, did. When you have they no are idea, a great what you, couple. That's right. When you have no idea what you talked about, but you know you had a really good time. <laughs> that makes a great radio. I just show. hope the listeners got something out of it. <laughs> nah, we had, we a good had time. fun. <laughs> you know, and joining us today, longtime producer, really from the very beginning, producer Michael Miracles joining us today. Michael, we've had a lot of great sponsors, haven't we? Oh yeah, a ton for sure. 
You know, I want to make sure we give a shout-out to Sidera, to Office Pride, to Nepsis Capital, to Think Utilities, to Luke and Dave from Bel Air Wealth Management, and there's so many more that are there with us all the time supporting what we're doing and keeping us on the air. But there's always room for more sponsors, right? Yes, for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. Was Lipscomb a, a sponsor as well? They sponsored us being on location yeah. um, for some That's shows. That's right, University. Yeah, we did so several. We did, we did five. five shows that day. They have a business as mission department. Mm-hmm. Um, that was one of the things, Jim, that I was going to bring up. And I, I know we want to – let's park on the sponsors for a minute, and then I want to talk about I education. I want to just make sure I th- say thank yes. you. As if any of you have con- – as you have – many have you, of you <laughs> have contributed to the show <laughs> – we're just grateful, very, very thankful. We put your, we are, we try to be fantastic stewards with your money each yes. and every day. Yes, and you know, um, one of the things that really touches us is the fact that our sponsors get it. They are in in their own creative way walking out the obedience that God has given them to be the light in their workplace as the owner or the um, the person in, you know, owning a franchise, whatever it might be, that they are setting an example and they're willing to kind of proclaim that and let the world know it through being a sponsor of iWork for him as well. And we're grateful. Yes. So let's talk about guests, people we've had on the air. Like, I mean, we've had famous guests. We've had infamous guests. We've had guests that have talked so much that they ran out of air. We've had lots of different guests. <laughs> Michael, when you think of guests that absolutely just knocked your socks off, is one come to your come to the f- forefront? Yep, sure does. Uh, Bobby Lewis from Channel Ten News is is the guy that uh, I want to shed a little light on. He he was in studio here, and uh, he is uh, technically a giant, I believe, maybe like seven feet tall or something. Maybe not that big, but. Tall dude, super nice guy. He's on the news, Channel 10. and um, Here in Tampa Bay. Here in Tampa Bay, yeah. And, and he's got a segment there that he uh, he travels either around the state or at least uh, in, in the it's coverage area. All over area. the state. All yeah. over yes. the state, yeah. yeah. Highlighting different, different you know, sort of up, uplifting, heartfelt stories. And I think um, aside from him just being a super genuine and nice guy, the stories that he brings to the news and, uh, you know, to TV medium – are are ones that that uh, is just a nice break from the norm, you know. Just yeah. just just to look at look and hear and uh, learn something that is uh, that is not uh, uh, gloom and doom news, you know. He's doing a great job. I know. One day we had David Gibbs the third from the National Center for Life and Liberty on. This is last year, I believe, and he's been on many times over the years. But he is one that rides me pretty hard. And I said, I told everybody, get ready. We're going to talk about what are your rights to live out your faith in your workplace. Get out your pen and paper. And do you remember what he said to me? <laughs> he called you a dinosaur. He called me a dinosaur and said, Jim, this is the information age. People have tablets and phones. They don't need to have pen and paper. I think that's why David Gibbs, I'm so endeared to him because he just kind of gives it right back to you. And and a lot of guests don't know how to how to do that. And David is, he's very comfortable. Maybe it's all his years in law school and yes. <laughs> learning how to... Uh, how about all the years he's argued in front of the Supreme Court I, yeah. being in a studio with me is no big deal at all. Yeah, you're just one guy in a t-shirt. All right, what about famous guests? Guests that we've had on, favorite famous guests, Martha. Um... I would say that your the interview with Lee Stribble, 
um, talking about the movie The Case for Christ was amazing. Even though we had technical difficulties because he was like in the mountains hunting bear <laughs> in some log cabin, you know, in the middle of, at least that was the story. I'm not sure if that was <laughs> real. No, but, and so we had some, you know, a connection issue with his phone that we couldn't control. Um, but even beside that, it just, the the connection you made with him and talking about the movie and um, being able to share his real story on the screen and getting to hear his heart in the midst of all that, to me, that was just amazing. A lot of fun. Absolutely a lot of fun. Yep. Michael, what about you? Famous guest that we interviewed that you enjoyed the most. Yeah, that Lee Strobel interview was super powerful, but I want to go back to one that uh, we had recently uh, the past week or two. Was um, I guess I'm not sure if he's technically one of the most famous people we've talked to, but he's definitely one of the uh, the folks that have been, you know, the most influential as far as what they've created. And that was one of the producers of Unplanned. Um, that, oh, yeah. You know, that movie's been, it's, it's been the talk of the town here the past few weeks, ever since it was released. And to get, to get um, you know, his, his inside perspective on, on that film was uh, something that really resonated with me. Uh, it was, and, and really, and, and they've been attacked by Twitter and by Facebook, shutting them down. It's just been, you know they're making an impact when social media starts shutting them down. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. you know, I, 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 go ahead, go Martha. Ahead. No. Well, I just wanted to share one. Can I share one not so famous? Sure. That I think really just made an impression Absolutely. on me. Absolutely. Um, we were talking about it before the show, and we had a lot of times there are um, people that come on and we just don't even know where the story's going to go. And this was a local guy that has a landscape company who had a, um, a legal record, you know, in his past. And so he saw and was able to overcome starting a business with um, having, you know, hurdles to come over, g giving himself a second chance by saying, I'm going to start a business and I'm going to make good on the change that's happened in my life um, from decisions I've made in the past to now. And then he hires with that mentality. I'm going to give other people a second chance. Jason Greitzler, Greitzer, Greitzer, and he has a landscape company, and he helps employ people that may have a difficult time finding that job right when they get out of jail. And the thing that um, I remember most about that interview, and this is what we want our listeners to hear every day, is that those employees knew that their job was a gift, and every morning he said that before they started working, they would get down on one knee right. and pray for their day. And making an impact, and yeah. they well because they that, must have heard they must have heard the MC Hammer song. Oh, you got to pray just to make it today. Yes, but the but the point to me was this that they were doing that visibly. They weren't in their office. They were kneeling in the grass before they started to work. And that was the picture in my head that I have to this day of that interview. And that's who needs to be famous. You know, early 2017, Michael Miracle, we got introduced to the Museum of the Bible. We had Michael and Lauren McAfee on the air telling us about, hey, the Museum of the Bible is getting built. It's going to open up in the fall of 2017. Yep. Do you remember that show? I do, yeah. And you guys, were on, you guys were on location for that and got to get a sort of behind-the-scenes, like, underground look at that, right? Well, the first time we had him on, we were, like, dreaming of that, but we didn't get invited we... to the grand opening. But last year, we got to get inside, behind the scenes, yes. through the tunnels, underneath, up to, to the top floor of the Museum of the Bible, and then got to actually interview Steve and Jackie Green, the CEO and uh, of Hobby Lobby, because that is their ministry, the Museum of the Bible. Uh, that that has been that Museum of the Bible has been incredible. We've talked about that so many times on the air. 
Well, and just the whole, um, the story of the Green family, um, Hobby Lobby, the the thing, the battles that they have fought on behalf of uh, Christians across the country. Um, people take for granted what they, the you know, what they were able to do with the Supreme Court and how it helped people. Right. So there's just so much about that family, and I will tell you, they're just they're salt of the earth people. They're regular, everyday people doing good things because they're living in obedience to what God's called them to do. Coolest place we've done an on-location show in the last several years, the Ark Encounter in Williamstown, Kentucky, inside Noah's Ark, a full-size replica. you got to check it out online, Ark Encounter. So it's called. We're bringing our whole family there this year. But I talk about, like, let's talk about average, everyday people. I wrote down, okay, we interviewed this 16-year-old girl from Alabama, <laughs> and she took the words out of my mouth, and she left me speechless. Paige Murrell just absolutely left me speechless. We've had her on multiple times. She's now graduated from college. Um, absolutely unbelievable. One day we were down at Aqua Plumbing and Air, another one of our great sponsors, yeah. and one of, we had one of his air conditioning mechanics on, and he said, Jim, I used to be a pastor, but every day as an air conditioning mechanic, I get more opportunities to share my faith and live on my faith than I ever did as a pastor. And I constantly go back to thinking about way back when, first two, three years we were on the air, we interviewed a bunch of teachers from Pasco County, Florida. Yeah. And they were in uh, a high school that had 20 different languages being spoken. It was 90% Title I, which meant the kids were getting breakfast and lunch there. And the ministry, they got it. They understood that there was ministry going on every day. And a lot of the people that we've interviewed, we, we're, we're almost done with this segment, mm. are because of guest suggestions. People are, yeah. or, uh, excuse me, listener suggestions for guests. They're right. guest suggestions by listeners. We love hearing from you guys. Always contact us, 866-713-9675 or on the website, iworkforhim.com. Click on the Contact Us page. I'm thinking we should have had little those birthday horns and kazoos <laughs> or whatever, you know. Confetti going everywhere. It's really I hard to I'm see the confetti some... on the air, baby. I know, but it still sets the ambiance. Just imagine confetti and explosions and things like that. That would be what we're, we're well, feeling What's today. amazing, and I want to just make sure that we people really understand, as we've talked about the intersection of faith and work, it was set, we, you know, Michael mentioned Ross Harrop from C12 Group, and you talk about huge influence. It was about week, after week two that we've been on the air. So we've been on two shows. Ross comes up to me, he goes, Jim, that monologuing thing, not working so good. Why don't you just start interviewing people and capturing their stories of how they're living out their faith and their work? Why don't you interview ministries that are helping people do that? Why don't you interview authors that have written great books? That might work better. That's how we've gotten where we are because a guy like Ross Harrop said, Jim, you really stink, <laughs> stink monologuing, which was great. One you want to get in, but we're in. hard to believe because that segment's the longest, you know. Yes, it is. But one of the things that we have realized over the years is that, um, I think I alluded to it at the beginning, is that we are not just focusing on people in business. Right. That God has given influence to people in arts and entertainment, in media, in government, in education, in family, in the healthcare. church, healthcare, medical. Um, and one of the things that um, we did an interview in the whole government concept of the, the workplace of the government was up in Pasco County. And you were just talking about the teachers in Pasco County. Right. Well, it is amazing what God has done in the Seven elected, elected officials, officials <laughs> of Pasco County. And so that show really, I don't know, made a huge impact on me because I don't even think they 
know what God's doing, you know, but they're aware, they've become aware of all these different people that they're working alongside that are believers and wanting to live out their faith in their work. Um, you've got their sheriff, you've got the tax, all those different, it was you know. amazing. And so anyway, I just, in that sphere, being able to see that God still exists in the government, you know, is amazing. Oh, a huge way. We've what interviewed a great lots, example. Of, yeah, lots of great people. Yes. We've been, we've been inter- interviewed. I think the first time we interviewed some personal injury attorneys. You remember when yeah. I remember when I asked yeah. them, is it even possible to be a Jesus follower and be a personal injury attorney? And they said, what did he say? Oh, he said, of course, mm-hmm. Jesus was a personal injury attorney. No, oh no, that was criminal no, defense criminal attorney. Defense. They, Jesus, yeah. I was a criminal. We've interviewed both. It was the criminal defense yeah. attorney that came back and said Jesus was a criminal defense attorney. Yeah, I mean, well, fan, just fantastic. Michael, did you have any other favorite guests or or ministries that that you want to make sure we highlighted today? I'd just say real quick, uh, Carmen LaBerge is somebody I want to highlight uh, for just a second or two. She, mm-hmm. we did some work with her over here at Salem, where she she filled in for a little bit and did a show and and um, for about a week or two, twice I want to say, and she was a joy to work with, and she just has a massive heart for. For Jesus and she she's super smart and and uh, she was a joy to work with and I'm not sure if we're still running her minutes but we did recently and uh, yeah. she's definitely somebody worth, oh, worth checking out no doubt. well and I honestly I think it was right after she was on I work for him that she got a 15 station deal out of the Midwest so yep. probably we helped launch her career <laughs> we call yeah. that the old I work for him bump I believe I think the that's bump. what that was <laughs> you know what, what's been fun though Michael is that and I know it's been tough for you because we've not haven't taken you with us yet but we've been able to go on the road the last couple of years to so many different 27 states last year 36,000 miles, but getting to meet Jesus followers all over the country and hearing their stories, uh, it, that's been fun, meeting people face-to-face. And I'm sorry we haven't taken you with us yet, Michael, but you've been there with us you know, vicariously because Martha always sends you the selfie pictures. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Martha, where's your favorite place that we've gone? Uh, I mean, what was the most fun event that we've done? We've done some crazy events. Wow, that that like we did thirteen <sighs> shows in Palm Springs, California last year in like two and a half days. We did, and you know what? I, I guess every time we've gone to an event, Jim, I'm just going to blanket it because oh, okay. I, I I really can't pick just one. But every time we go, we meet amazing people. We see that God is stirring in the workplaces and in individual people's hearts all across this country, and that they're. They're trying to figure out what that looks like. And so what we're trying to do is just help them to collaborate. Don't reinvent the wheel. Don't spend the next two years trying to write a curriculum that somebody else has written already. Exactly. And trying to make those better connections and bring our world is getting smaller because of the Internet and all the connections that we can make. And you can be friends with somebody on the other side of the country. And um, so. That's really what I see has happened with us going to these conferences and getting to be involved, whether it's MC or whether it's um, doing interviews or some of both. I will say that um, you do have to take me back to Pennsylvania because we just went there. <laughs> it was the and chocolate, we were there. wasn't it? Mm. Wilbur, you know, the Wilbur Buds. I still have some. I haven't eaten them all. Um, but, you know, it, that was a very special treat. But just we've gotten to meet amazing <laughs> so people. So the 20 hours in Lancaster, Pennsylvania wasn't enough? No. Because we slept at least seven of those? Yes. So. <laughs> All right. So, Michael, you thought it would be really good for us to make sure we let people know where we're going. Mm. Like some of the pieces, some of the places where we're going. It, it, what, what, are, what, what excites you most about some of the things we've got coming up in the future? 
the near future. Yep. So one of the things that I'm really excited about is uh, the rolling out of what we're calling the Power Pods. And uh, I got to give a shout out here, too, to Carolyn Mendez, who is the I Work For Him National Brand Ambassador. Woo-hoo! Way to go, Caroline. Yeah. Way to go. And so what she's doing is she's listening to the podcast that we put out from the shows that we put out, and she is picking uh, the 15 best minutes from those, and uh, we're putting those things together, um, stringing them together so that folks can listen to you know highlights of, uh, of our podcasts. And I just cannot wait for these little bite-sized uh, power morsels to get out to the public. I'm stoked. And it, and it should come out in the month of May, May of 2019. The Power Pod should be available, and they will be, they it will be like eaten from a fire hose. And if you want to listen to the whole thing, you can always listen to the regular podcast. But we just know that sometimes 15 minutes is best for people. Mm-hmm. Does that mean si- we only have to do 15 minutes on the stairmaster if it's only a 15 minute power? Because pod? if you're on the stairmaster and listening to us, you will be running on the stairmaster. <laughs> <laughs> So I think that's super important. Martha, you mentioned one real key significant event in our organization. So we took a big leap of faith and applied to become a nonprofit. And um, we never envisioned that for I Work For Him. But when we started, we didn't really know what God had in store. So in 2018, it was a whole full year of being a nonprofit. We saw some amazing things through um, Facebook fundraisers, through our Labor Day campaign, through end of the year giving from people, and just allowing people that opportunity to become involved. And Jim, that has been... Um, amazing and good and learning new things along the way of how to be a nonprofit. And so we're just thankful that um, we, that process was you know, pretty seamless. And um, people can go to our website and they can find the donate button if they would like to get involved and come alongside of us. And we'd love that. It- because we've got so many people that, that we, people want us to grow into other states. In order to grow in other states, we need some cash. We don't need a ton of cash, but you could be one of 367 people that have committed on a monthly basis to contribute to the ministry of I Work For Him. Right now, we've got interns in Atlanta, and we've got interns in Dallas. We've got Brittany in Dallas. We've got Caroline Mendez, who's our I Work For Him national brand ambassador. And we've got Michael Miracle, the producer of the show. All these people contributing to what we're doing with your cash, with your contribution, with your tithe. You can help us to grow to all 50 states because that's our goal is this year to get on 50 sta- stations in 50 states and then work on growing our podcast downloads with the power pods and the regular podcast to a hundred thousand downloads a month. Why? So we can brag. No. So that more people can be impacted and living out their faith in the work and the ministries that we highlight, they'll be, be bombarded with people going, I want to be involved. I just want to say a quick thing. A lot of times people think, well, I can't give right now. I've got commitments or whatever it might be. And we get that. Um, when God presses it on your heart, you're going to know and be able to walk in obedience with that. But in the meantime, something that doesn't cost you anything is you can subscribe to our podcast yes. and help us to just get the numbers that are necessary for us to get noticed. And that is a way that you can help us by just downloading our podcast, subscribing to it on your favorite platform or a couple, you know, whichever one you think that um, works best on your phone. And of course, we want you to listen to them. But this is something sharing that with your friends and letting them know that we're out there, something that doesn't cost you anything but can have huge benefits for us so i'm just asking do that (laughs) yeah it'd be great i mean we'd love to have you join alongside us michael any final thoughts 
I just want to say that it's been a joy working with you guys for the past six years, and I am super excited to see what the next six have in store. Woo-hoo. Yeah, me too. Just like walking by faith. That Psalm 119, 105, our, our, your word is a lamp into our feet and a light into our path, but it's really a dim lamp, only enough for our next step. Yeah. So, But we would love for you, our listeners, to continue to be involved with us. Contact us on our website. Send, call us on our listener line, 866-713-9675. Find a way to email us, jim at iworkforhim.com, martha at iworkforhim.com. We want to hear from you. And again, a shout out to Brittany from Dallas Baptist University, Caroline Mendez, I Work For Him National Brand Ambassador, Michael Miracle, the producer, because without these people, and Connie Smith, who used to be with us, all of us working together, uh, Martha, it's it's been an incredible journey, and we're grateful for how the Lord has stretched us. Each and every day. And on each and every day. And she has to work alongside me each and every day. You've been listening to I Work For Him as we celebrate our sixth anniversary. Your workplace, it's your mission field, but ultimately, I, I work, work for, for Him. him.